like to begin just acknowledging any eighth grade students who are among us. If you were in eighth grade, can you wave your hand like that? All right, good. Welcome to our eighth graders. We're glad you're here. I want to tell you about what I was up to on Thursday. Thursday, myself and five other members of St. Michael's staff, we gathered in Howell with 500 others from every parish in the diocese, along with Bishop Boyer and the Diocese of Lansing staff. And it was part of these relying resources for mission process that our diocese is currently undertaking. Today, I'd like to give you an update. Now, 10 years ago, Bishop Boyer issued a pastoral letter to the people of our diocese. It was titled, Go and Announce the Gospel of the Lord. Now, Bishop Boyer did not come up with that phrase himself. Okay, that's not original to him. I want you to look on page 15 in your songbook. So if you can open your songbook to page 15... And you'll notice on page 15, it speaks dismissal. This is the end of Mass, okay? So at the very end of Mass, the priest, or if there's a deacon vested, we're going to say one of four responses. We're going to say it or sing it. First, it says, go forth, the Mass is ended. Second, go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Do you see where Bishop Boyer got his idea? All right. Then the third one, go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life, or very simply, go in peace. Now, do you see what your response in all four cases is? Thanks be to God. Now, I want to clarify, you're not saying thanks be to God because, whew, this is over, all right? (laughs) When you look at all four of those, That go is in there, isn't it? It's this sense of not that it's over, but it's just beginning. You are being sent. When we finish Mass, that's when the real action begins. That's when we carry what we have encountered, the Lord Jesus in Mass. Now we bring it out. The theme of the the, the gathering on Thursday was made for mission. That's the sense of the dismissal. We are made for mission. And go, and then thanks be to God. And now this focus that Bishop Boye is, as I said, he came out with his pastoral letter 10 years ago, and ever since then he's encouraged us priests and deacons to use that phrase, go and announce the gospel of the Lord. And so you've probably heard me use it a few times. But think about that. What does that mean? for us to go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Well, it could mean that we, after we leave here, we could stand on the street corner and we could proclaim a reading from Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. That would be perfectly fine. There's a place for that. That's great. I think most Catholics are most comfortable with the saying, and maybe you've heard it, preach the gospel at all times. If necessary, use words. Because I think most of us, we we try to live a good life. We try to express by the way that we live, that we love God, that we love others, 
we hope to be good witnesses by what we do or don't do, by what we say. And, and there's a lot of validity to that. There's, there, that's a, it's good. But I think what we're really discovering is sometimes you do need to use words, okay? I believe that Jesus invites everybody on this earth into relationship. And, and I believe that, that this is something our world sorely needs. But Jesus has formed us and called us as disciples to be his instruments, to use our voices, to invite others, to to announce the gospel of the Lord. What is the gospel of the Lord? Gospel means good news. It means the good news of Jesus to invite people into this encounter. That's what we feel our destiny is for an ultimate destiny, but our destiny right here on earth too. And as we think about that, how do we encounter Jesus? Well, the fact that you're here this morning, um, it's when we get, Jesus said, wherever two or three gather together in my name, there am I in your midst. And when we gather together on a Sunday morning, when we, we, we are with other believers, um, we're gathering the name of the Lord. We believe that the risen Christ is here in our midst just by our gathering, with our praying together, our singing together, our greeting one another, the Lord is present. And then, in this word proclaimed, we, we just heard a, our first reading, and then our, our psalm, and then our second reading, and then the gospel. These are all taken from the Bible, God's word. The word proclaimed, that's how we encounter Jesus. And then, in a few minutes, we're going to take the bread and the wine, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, they become the body and blood of Jesus. And Jesus gives us himself in the Eucharist. It's a beautiful way to encounter the Lord. Now, in addition to that, you know, when, you, when we read the gospel, Jesus says, whatever you do for the least of my brothers or sisters, you do for me. Another way we encounter Jesus is when we serve the poor, when we help the vulnerable. And so that, too, can be a way that when we invite others to participate with us in that can be a beautiful way to encounter the Lord. So that's just what I want you to be mindful of. And, and as I said, the it's, it's been something with the church since the very beginning, since, you know, Matthew, Gospel of Matthew, Jesus at the end of the Gospel says, go and make disciples of all the nations. That's, uh, but now in our diocese, we're trying to be more intentional about it. Um, now, the question is, how do we organize ourselves as church to accomplish this mission that the Lord has invited us to? And sometimes structures need to change to fulfill the mission. So that's really what this Realign Resources for Mission is about, is to look at the resources we have in our parishes, our people, our, our buildings, our, our finances. How do we orientate them to be about the mission God has called us to. And a part of that has been this uh, Realign Resources for Mission team that they've been praying and studying. They came up with a vision for our parish, uh, for our diocese, for every parish. And here you can see there's four points to that vision. The first is led by priests striving for health and holiness. 
you know, we got to start with the priest because it's like Jesus said in the gospel, um, if you got the blind leading the blind, everybody's going to fall in the ditch. A lot of us priests, we need your prayers. We need your help, okay? We've fallen into a lot of ditches, all right? So that's the first piece is uh, looking at how can we help priests to strive for health and holiness so they can provide leadership for parish communities. So that's one element. The second is equips and empowers parish staff. One of the things that I became quickly aware of when I mentioned I gathered with all these people on Thursday, 500 people, well, yeah, the priest were there and the bishop was there, but most of the people that were there were the laity, uh, you know, uh, parish staffs, school staffs that were there. That's really where the work happens. That's where, what, that's where things get done in parishes. And so we want to do what we can to help our uh, parish school child care staff uh, so they can function well and then in their roles in helping all of us. And then the third element of a healthy parish, to make and form missionary disciples. And that's, again, it's, it's uh, really been a, nothing new and yet in another way rediscovered. To be a disciple of Jesus, to be a, miss, a follower of Jesus, means to be a missionary, means to announce the gospel of the Lord, to proclaim our faith, to invite others if we've found something good, we want others to share in that. And so that's the third piece. How do we do that? And then the fourth piece, to seek the lost and serve the poor. Uh, this is how to look at how do we reach out to uh, maybe some who, for whatever reason, are no longer worshiping with us. How do we invite them back? How do we listen to what's going on? What can we do to improve? And then to serve the poor. Uh, that Jesus, when you read the Gospels, especially the Gospel of Luke that we're in, Jesus uh, reaches out to the poor and vulnerable. How do we do that as his followers? So this is the vision for every parish. Now, there are limitations on what one parish can do. But the diocese now is in a process to look at how Maybe what one parish can't do on its own, several parishes can do together to be in a better position to accomplish the mission. And so the 72 parishes in our diocese, it's, this has been kind of an ongoing process over the last couple of years. How do we group them in a way that we can be more effective for mission? And so the 72 parishes have now been formed into 24 groups. Okay? Now, this is... A, you know, people wonder, what does this mean to be in a parish a group with other parishes? And, and there was time on Thursday to ask the bishop questions. And one person, they just, let's just go right where the rubber meets the world road. How does this affect finances? What about money? And the bishop's response was, each parish's finances remain separate. Now, they may choose to pool resources together for a particular project. But, but that's kind of, the, so we're still going to be our own separate parish. We're not just merged all together, but we're going to figure out ways to work together. Okay? Now, what about the parishes of St. Michael? What is our grouping? Well, you can see we are with St. Gerard in Lansing, St. Mary Charlotte, 
and St. Mary Charlotte includes St. Anne Oratory in Bellevue. All right. Now, when you look at that grouping, I got out a map. And uh, if you look at those parishes, what, what do they have in common? Where are those churches located? Eaton County. All right. How many of you live in Eaton County? All right. So, and we've pretty much, this grouping is pretty much all of Eaton County, except there's also Eaton Rapids. They're in a separate grouping. So Eaton County is huge, but that's not all. How many of you live in Clinton County? Okay. All right. How about Ingham County? All right. Any other counties I missed? Okay, so our grouping is primarily Eaton County, but it does include uh, portions of both Clinton and Ingham County. So that's kind of the area to kind of be thinking about here as we move forward. Now the next question is, well, what about moving forward? That's what I wanted to know when I went to this meeting. And here's the thing, it takes a while to get all this moving, and so what they did was they came up with eight groupings to, to kind of be the first wave, the kind of the guinea pigs, as it were. You may have noticed in, in uh, Faith Magazine, in the January-February issue, Bishop Boyer talked about that. But here's the tricky thing. He named seven groupings, but he didn't name the eighth one. And I was kind of wondering, does that mean we may still end up as the eighth one? Well, I, now I know we are not the eighth one, okay? Um, so what that means is this, this first wave, they're, they're going to be kind of testing it out and getting it going, and, and it's going to take a while. The timeline that they gave us was, as I said, we kind of get, got to get the priest working together first, so that's going to take a little while. So really, that first wave is going to be all this next year and probably into the following year as uh, they're going to be working on that. Our grouping will be with everybody else. That's going to come further down the road, okay? So nothing's imminent right now, but I just kind of wanted to give you an update of where we're at, and I'm going to ask two things of you, okay? One is I ask you to pray for our whole diocese, for all 24 groupings of parishes, especially the first eight groups, as we seek to be made for mission. Secondly, I encourage you to do some dreaming. Are there some things that our three parishes can better accomplish together right now? You know, sometimes when you go to conferences, they got the talks right, but the real action happens during the breaks, when you get to talk to other people, you know. And so during one of the breaks on Thursday, I was talking to somebody from my home parish, and, and uh, they were just saying, you know, we're not waiting for the diocese. We know who we're paired with. We're, we're already getting together and figuring out things that we can do better together than, than on our own. So that's something, too, that I just invite you to think about for our parish and school and child care. Are there things right now that we can start uh, to work together on? Uh, so that, and, and, and again, it's all about the mission. It's all about... Go and announce the gospel of the Lord 